Hello, 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 beautiful unicorns. Welcome back to our weekly live podcast, Heal the Unicorn, which is normally live streamed into our Facebook group called Empathy Unicorn Academy. But today, unfortunately, to technical difficulties on my end. <laughs> yes, again. Um, but Santa tells me to be patient. So I'm going to be patient. Uh, we are recording this episode. Uh, your loyal host today, Bethany Briggs, self-love and self-care practitioner, and myself, Yana Kasperzak, spiritual awakening core energy coach. The purpose of this podcast is to provide tools to help women, to help mompreneurs, you, to escape the mental prison that you feel you're in, so you can live your life authentically on your terms, speak your truth, and feel completely balanced and fulfilled in all areas of your life, which is very possible. Um, so today's topic actually is the seven levels of your attitude and how it's ruining your life. By it's, we mean your attitude. How your attitude is ruining your life so today what we're going to do essentially is really do a recap of all the seven levels of energy that we talked about that are based on your attitude uh, and if you want to know what where you fall on the chart and how your chart looks and get your own uh energetic chart then reach out to me and i can um then i can have that um done for you so today as you guys i don't know might tell might not tell i'm a little bit under the weather so my brain is a little bit slower at operating today <laughs> than typical but um back to what i was saying what we're going to be talking about is the dark side of the seven levels of energy the how the um how do i put it the disadvantages are showing up in your life of living on the the dark side <laughs> um and how it's also benefiting you at the same time because Nobody really chooses depression as an example. Nobody chooses depression. Nobody chooses to be depressed and stay depressed. It, it's not a choice because it does not feel like a choice. Until one day we are given opportunity to take a peek on the other side and realize somehow realize without knowing that it is a choice and I'm the only one who can do something about it that mm. so nobody else can do anything about it and this is where for me the seven levels of energy came to life that's the best way how I can describe to go from I don't have a choice to holy fuck I have many choices and I didn't know I had a choice because of my attitude and how it was affecting my life and how it was ruining my life, how the seven levels of energy were ruining my life, even though they were not. Mm 
it's just I didn't know they were there and I once I became aware once I became aware that I already knew they were there I just didn't see them clearly I didn't understand them clearly and I was already using it but to my own disadvantage so I'll give you an example how uh, my depression just became worse and worse and worse and worse and it became worse is is by me continuing to instead of saying thank you for help that people were giving me that I was not asking for and I didn't know how to accept it this is just one example uh, of many I chose to look at myself from in a way of it's almost like how are they seeing me and seeing that I need the help that I don't even have to ask and I get the help, right? And I started recognizing how they were seeing me. And then by me recognizing it, I subconsciously started to almost manifest it into my life and different things were started to happen that caused me to react and respond a certain way that played into the poor me instead of how I was seeing me, uh, which at the same time became that same way. Whereas prior to that, I, I, I didn't see myself as a broken person. I didn't see myself as someone who couldn't handle a little bit of turmoil. But eventually life teaches us different ways of how that does happen. So anyways, um, right into the deep end, level one energy. When we, like I said, we're going to be doing a recap. So going through the energy levels, and but mostly and pretty much only focusing on examples and stories and experiences to help everyone understand the advantage and disadvantage of each level at the same time and as well as almost like a way out and more options um so with level with level one um nobody feels satisfaction or joy or fulfillment, or even a smithering of happiness at that level. Because in that level, we become the victim. And as much as we try, so here's, here, here's a story. Um, going through, we've all gone through a lot of things in our life right so for me going through the miscarriage when we lost the twin girls and then going back to work and seeing pregnant women one of my friends was pregnant and so she saw me go through the loss and then not only is she seeing me and seeing what's possible. So now she has real life scenario of a fear that really quickly became hers, but also me seeing that I don't have a baby anymore. And how can I be happy when I lost two and I was excited for them, 
right? So in that example, I would go in trying to be happy, but that wasn't happiness. That was me trying. But here's the thing, though. In me trying to be happier, I became happier. I learned coping mechanisms. I learned ways to live with it, right? But see, I did not mention I healed. I mentioned I learned coping mechanisms. I learned how to live with it. It took me years to finally realize that these were coping mechanisms and they weren't actually me healing. Because there is a little bit of a difference in that. So with level one, the disadvantage would be is that I would not, first of all, be happy. It would be... Um, another way to explain it is going to work all the time and everyone believes and knows and sees me as a happy person, a cheerful person, and then eventually finds out that I was in an emergency in the hospital and I was prescribed antidepressants. Because mm. I didn't even know I was on there while I was on mat leave, right? And then I came back and I stopped them and really quickly, because, you know, yeah. It's it's not a necessarily a natural thing that we put on our body. So and I was happy and cheery, and then here they are, like shocked. Oh my god, really? How is that impossible? You're so happy, you're so cheery. But that is again me coping, but not me actually dealing with it and healing. So that's what I'm saying with level one. A lot of us we go through a traumatic experience getting fired, losing a loved one, um, getting really sick even sometimes can have a traumatic experience on us as well, right? Because we can go into like uh, really high fevers and hallucinate and that can have a tremendous experience, like effect on our bodies and mind, uh, right? High fever itself. And we even getting in, in a car accident, almost getting in a car accident can have a traumatic experience on us that can cause us to essentially shut down and be in level one and not be able to experience happiness even though we are trying, right? It's it's doing versus trying. So Bethany, fill us in on level one disadvantages as well as advantages because in that experience I learned difference between coping and healing and yeah. and then what to do and what not to do to say no to set boundaries I, I mean part of my language but I learned a shit ton right right so that just a little sprinkle of advantages on there being there mm -hmm. To those of you who are in level one, who are experiencing a lot of pain and grief. And I also heard a phrase today that grief is love that has no place to go. So I thought level one would be a great place to talk about grief and having that love, that having that loss. Yeah. Having it no place to go. Right. So <clears throat> with... Uh, we're just focusing on level one i'll pro so we'll just focus on level one and go through the levels like that um so an experience with level one for me was recently um my heater broke 
and we're renting. <clears throat> so, I mean, on a higher, like, uh, more positive outlook, you know, I'm grateful I didn't have to fix the the heat, the cost in it. I don't have to deal with that, you know. Um, and we have landlords that take care of that kind of stuff. Um, but I found myself going into level one of feeling helpless, of feeling like, okay, well, we don't matter. They're not taking care of it fast enough because what happened was I put in the work orders on Wednesday. We didn't hear back for, yeah, it was almost a week we hadn't heard back on it. Or maybe not. Maybe it was just a couple days. It was a couple days, I think, because I on Friday that that week I pushed them and I called them and I'm like, hey, what's going on? Like, where are you guys at? What are we doing? Because they brought they did send someone out and it was ended up being like with costs and they were looking for a cheaper one and you know, but it was out of my control. I couldn't control it, and we had to wait for the owners to approve everything. So I got into this place of wow, like it's cold because at the time we had a little winter storm and it was cold and what we had for space heaters was not working to keep the house warm we had our vents wide open so just cold air from below the you know in the ground because we uh in michigan they have like interesting like crawl space like weird basement things where that's where our furnace is it's like in this weird crawl space underneath the house but that not working all that cold air from that the ground is just seeping up through the floors Mm. So I found myself just feeling really helpless and being like, well, like, why can't you just fix it? Why, why are they taking so long? Like they don't have to suffer. We're the ones suffering. Um, they're in their house all nice and warm while we're living. And that's, we got, we got a little sick over it as well. And so I was in this dark place and then, you know, of, as you can see the disadvantage I was in victimhood a hundred percent and of course I do my self-love self-care stuff and that's what I ended up doing because I realized the pattern I was going down and I'm like mm, I don't want to go down this pattern so I'm going to shift it and I went on a walk and I just surrendered it and I'm just like I surrendered it to my higher power just, I this is out of my control I accepted it and I just I, I can't I, it's like uh, help me you know I I need like that spiritual help right now um and once I did that I came back home and then we got a message late a little bit later saying the landlord or the owner is going to approve it you know we, they don't need a quote whatever this next company that comes out just fix it and so yesterday we had the company come out get the part number so now we're just waiting for the part and they're gonna fix it but I did go into a place of wow like I don't, I can't believe this. Like, you know, we've been really good tenants and they're just, they're not going to take care of us. Like, we're not like, we're not from Michigan. Like, you know, we're not used to this and it's like, we're getting used to it. And, but, you know, but then I was able to reshift it and then I was able to move up on the energy levels. Um, but that disadvantage is, you know, you feel like you're, you're that victim. Like they're all out to get me, you know, that's, uh, yeah, it's a hard feeling, but to use it to grow through is what I did to build myself up. Mm -hmm. So level one. So now move on to level two. Back to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what you what you express is like um feeling like almost like the ant. Because level one it, it can also feel like it is like this this is it. This is end. Like this yeah. is this is where it ends. This is how I'm gonna go. 
because yeah, the mind goes black and white and this is where level one and level seven are kind of like the mind where you have the black and you have the white you have the death and you have life where it's like this is it this is the end all of this is an illusion (laughs) right so and then there's some slices of uh a food in the in the middle in the sandwich so um let me see. Uh, and again, I also want to take a moment to remind everyone that not to judge where you are at in a negative way, because wherever you are at right now is exactly where you're supposed to be. So if you are really like you, you can't snap out of feeling like a victim feeling like the whole world is out to get you feeling like you're alone and absolutely nobody gets you that this is just one me against the whole entire world and I can no longer do this this is exhausting that you're there for a reason because you're feeling the depths of it and only in feeling the depths of it you can truly appreciate the other side once you're out of there because wherever you are now it is temporary it is very temporary even if it's for a couple of years it is still felt temporary and if you don't believe me i i challenge you to go go through your past and think back to even if you're if you're a mother when you're given birth and how quickly you have forgotten um what you have gone through with the first one that you go and you do it again and again and again um i remembered and i did not want to do it again after the three right the the twins and then the two so um i said i'm okay i'm good (laughs) (laughs) right but it's like that with everything that we do in life we look back and we think that you know where we are now we think this is like this is the worst place we've ever been but we've said that before (laughs) we've said that actually our entire life and if you have kids and you listen to your kids and they tell you these things this all the time is that when they have that headache they say that this is the worst headache that they have ever had, that it's never been it's never been worse before. And they say it each and every time. But, but here's the kicker, though. The more exposed we are to the same thing over and over again, the more used to it we become. So how can a child then have a headache that becomes worse and worse and worse over time when they become used to it? And they say that this is the worst one ever, but the the way that they carry themselves is pretty much the same as they did before, or actually even better than they did before. But that's what we do with with things that we go through. We can we continue to compare our current pain to our previous pain that we actually have rewritten in our minds that when we look back, it's not as bad as it actually was. And we do this over and over and over again. And eventually we learn to just, the best way to describe it is like you wake up overnight and you just somehow learn to 
love everything. That's the best way to describe it. And you go through all these levels to get there. You get to understand yourself. How you show up at each and every level. And we focus on level one a lot because this is a level where everyone finds themselves and feels I can resonate. I can understand how it's showing up in your life. Each and every person can understand. We've all been here. And we continue to come here once in a while. And it's a very, very valuable level. So that's the massive advantage of this level. But when we're here, we don't see the advantage. But here's another kicker, is that we can learn to see the advantage when we're there and still be there and still experience that level and use it. So now let's go to level level two with the disadvantages. Level two is all about fighting and arguing. Um, <laughs> and I and I win and you lose because it is all about you losing and me winning because I want to win and I want you to lose. Um, right. Yeah. yeah. Right now, this book. My brain is not functioning, so I'm not gonna yeah. use, use that book. And, um, I'm just gonna use my brain for now because I think all the information is already stored in here. Because yeah, that's where this is a this is a powerful level. So those of you that are in the depths of and and the agony and the suffering of of your soul right now. Level two might be helpful. So thinking about, so right now I want to take you out at level one and bring you into level two and experience it a little bit. I want you to think about some, just one thing, one thing that angers you. Because it's a recording, I know you can pause. So you can pause this video, think about that one thing that really angers you and share it with us down below in the comments or yeah, in the comments um, and let us know this is one thing that angers me and what it is. And you don't have to say why it angers you. If you want to, you can go ahead, but you don't have to. Um, I want you to feel anger because sometimes anger is the medicine that we need to get us out of level one and to move up into higher levels because just because we get angry does not mean we're going to go and do something about it and does not mean that we need to get like really angry and like fuming and foaming at the mouth and ready to go and you know murder someone <laughs> right i'm not talking about that kind of anger but i'm talking about anger that in a way i mean all anger is manageable and i also heard that scientifically you can't be angry more than two minutes that anything else past two minutes, it's just you replaying and you trying to focus and you trying to stay angry. So if, you know, thinking that way, then why do arguments last more than two minutes? Right? <laughs> exactly. It is the ego. It is, I must win. I must win. It is level two. So that is the disadvantage of a level two is that sometimes you can make arguments and yes i say you because even if you are the victim you can still continue to allow the arguments to go longer than they need to 
because let's think about it this way in a healthier in a, in a healthy relationship in a healthy marriage but relationship in general right you can within two minutes or let's say within 10 minutes right or let, let's be um let's be fair two minutes for you to be angry two minutes for me to be angry so that's two that's four minutes right let's give an, a minute extra <laughs> in the time in between and then you come back and in five minutes you can talk and you can come to a resolution and not allow it to go forward or further right and well why me well why not you right well I didn't do anything wrong well by you saying I didn't do anything wrong you're giving your power away you're now powerless. That means that you can't do anything about this right now. Absolutely nothing you can do. Now, this is doomed. Mm -hmm. Because you didn't do anything wrong. But by saying, yes, I did do something wrong. And what wrong did I do? I made a face. Even if it's, I made a face. I contributed with my, my body, right? I added to it. I added a log to the fire or added fuel to the fire is now I own this. I fucked up. What can I do? What do I want to do? This is where you get a choice of what you can do with it. You can do absolutely nothing. And at the same time, when you go and you face the music, so to speak, they're going to be facing music as well. It's not just one way unless it was one way, right? And you know that you are completely 100% at fault, but even then there's still, right? But we're not here to sort this music out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but taking ownership, we take the power and then we're no longer the victim. We're no longer the fighter. We're now the rationalizer, <laughs> right? But before we go into the rationalizer, <laughs> this was like a very smooth transition. I want to talk more about anger because uh, some people think that um, anger also motivates them and they can get more things done. That, but, I, and, but at the same time, it's not sustainable. And eventually we lose the motivation and we lose the satisfaction that we feel and it affects the productivity of others right um because everything at this level is forced um and people often use the fear like the the, the force of the use is fear itself and um, provoking and intimidating and coercing. And, you know, in the short term, it might work that the strategies might, might work, but in the long term, it, it never does work. It makes a really, um, it makes a, it makes an impact in, in long term because in long term, if you are the boss that is using force or using fear, that is using intimidation to get things out of your employees, that in the short term, yeah, it might work. You might get things done. But in the long term, I bet you have very high turnover. Yeah. Let's just start there, right? <laughs> I bet you if anybody was watching and they were that boss and I've done that, they're not watching no more. <laughs> and if you are, I want to applaud you and say, I'm glad that you're not allowing your ego to get in the way. 
that there that that there is hope. Um, anyways, level two, Bethany, the floor is yours. Not that I'm oh. angry, Alliance. Yeah. Yeah, well, with level two, um, I've worked through this level a lot. Um, and how did I work through it? Well, you got to practice patience. It's all about patience and balance in this level. But I want to bring uh, back an experience I talked about last week where my ego was triggered. Um, it's when I got the new jacket and my husband wanted to wear my jacket. And I was not in a place to share this jacket, you know, like I talked about, but I let my ego get the best of me in that situation. I let my ego get the best of me. My anger gets the best of me because I exploded, you know, I got upset. Like, and then in, after thinking about it and seeing the role I played in it, it was like, Oh, I overreacted there. I added fuel to the fire you know, it could have been a simple, you know, like, no, I'd rather you not. And he would listen to me. But instead, I exploded because as I talked about last week, I didn't work on the root cause of me losing my jacket when it was really cold. Our heater wasn't working, I believe, at that time. And, you know, it, there was a lot of triggering. But anyways, I allowed my ego to get the best of me. And that's something I've been working with a lot is that balancing. That's like with my with uh, my peace and awareness and moderation with food and eating. I was not bringing balance with my ego because I was letting that go wild, you know. Oh, you know, do what makes you happy. It's okay. Like, oh, yes, it's fine. Just keep doing this you'll be okay. And then when I was looking at it, it's like, no, I'm not okay. And it's like with that garlic plant that I talked about, you know, like, I'm like, oh, this garlic plant is me, but actually it was my ego that was growing. And when I started to bring that balance in, it started to die. And you brought me in on some really interesting knowledge about garlic and how it's, um, um, like the dark side of spirituality, it brings in that negative, like effect more. And for me, very spiritual, I do the spiritual growth and I'm all, you know, you guys know this already. And so that's why my garlic plant wasn't growing, but it also was because it was this negative, like ego, um, this, this negative entity that was, mm -hmm. and of course it wasn't growing because I'm pouring all this positivity and this, you know, self-love, self-care. And it's like, Oh, you know, but um, yeah. So if you didn't know, and maybe Yana can talk about a little bit, or maybe she make a post about it. If you're interested, you can message her and she'll tell you all about the garlic and well, why. Well, we can even Google it, but it's very simple. Yeah. It just really blocks your mind, right? Yeah. Your capacity to connect. It 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 dis disconnects you spiritually. Uh, and onion itself. Just think about it this way: it's like, how was um garlic and onion talked about when the devil went with his who from one came the onion from the other came the garlic right or one is the garlic the onion i don't know which came first you know the egg right but doesn't yeah. matter they're both they're both here so i know that from removing it from my life honestly like i would even like say that my mind i feel more at peace yeah with myself um and i feel more acceptance towards myself even because there's that it's almost like you know how that voice that we we all hear is that i'm not good enough the whisper of the devil maybe that's the whispers of the uh of his hooves maybe. 
I'm treading yeah. away and saying, hee, <laughs> <laughs> Right? Yeah. Right, but that's essentially... Um, yeah. But yeah, so... um, But yeah, that's essentially how I was using level two, not in a, in with a disadvantage. I brought an argument with my husband. I brought uneasiness. It kind of mismatched my day. It shook me a little bit. Um, and it wasn't the way I was planned, but you know, instead of me staying in that like angry state, I practiced patience with myself, giving myself grace. And I also practiced, you know, saying, I'm sorry, like seeing where my role is. Well, I overreacted. It wasn't necessary to go where I did, but my ego was too strong. And then with me and my husband, when my ego is strong, his egos comes in and it's just, and I think it's anyone, you know, like sometimes in those moments, if you don't have the awareness to it and, you know, I was able to have a beautiful conversation at the end with my husband and really get down to the bottom of it. You know, like, I'm really sorry. Like I let my ego get the best of me. And, you know, it, it turned out to be a really growing and learning experience a practicing experience for balancing my ego, my level two energy, because I believe you can use it to help push you past that, push you, help to help you rise above, you know, like in my experience with that jacket, you know, I had it there and I was in that place, but then I was able to be like, no, this is not where I want to be. This is not who I am. You know, fuck that. And I rose above, apologized, you know, practiced my 12 steps and, you know, moved on and found out what I learned, what I could learn from it. And it was really just making sure to have awareness, the balance and, you know, to use it to help me grow in a fueling way instead of that draining way, that disadvantage yeah. way where I used to be a very angry person you'd make a mess I would explode well what did I do to get help me with this well practice patience <laughs> ultimately and that's what comes with it when you are asking to work on your anger you're you're asking for more compassionate experiences to come into your life and you're asking for more of those patient building experiences in your life so like for me messes was a big thing so I've learned to now laugh at a mess and be like it's it's just a lesson like it's you know that it's that test it's that reminder okay are you going to go to that place and if you are well let's learn something from it instead of just letting us go there and then because when I get angry when I have that anger I start bringing shame and guilt in mm -hmm. and that shame and guilt goes down to level one so yeah. there's that cycle so stopping it I mean like okay well I'm not I'm going to use my level two to no, put myself in place. Ultimately check in. No, this is not okay. We've talked about this. You know, I go into my names for my ego and Hey, like, this is where we're at. This is what we're doing. This is the new story. This is a new pattern and it's okay. I'm here for you. And I love you. And I'm, you know, and then we have that check-in experience and I do some self-love out of it or self-care, you know, whatever comes out, but, you know, use those things to rise above it instead of like, rising below it I guess in a sense and mm. adding more fuel to the fire more things you gotta you gotta work through essentially with the level two yeah and I just want to point out that the the experience that you went through yeah. that that is how a relationship gets to grow by both coming together and having a conversation and not by you do you you do I do me we figure it out and then we just come back together like everything is normal peachy and you know yeah. uh, talking about what happened 
is important. Not yelling, not fighting, not arguing, not trying to make sure that your side is heard and your side is understood. It is not about sides. It is about, I'm sorry, this is what I've learned, right? what happened why did it happen trying to understand it as well so that way it doesn't happen again because clearly buttons were pushed so helping each other to understand what button was pushed is important but at the same time each individual needs to do the job to disconnect the button that was pushed and not to expect the other person to i mean at the same time yeah the person needs to understand okay they have this button i don't need to push it but it goes both ways. Both need to do the work. One, don't push that effing button. Okay. If somebody tells you don't push it, you're going to launch a missile, you're not going to push it. Because essentially that's what's going to happen. And the other person, now that they're aware of this button, they need to work through some shit and defuse this bomb. Because if this person doesn't push it, what happens when somebody else pushes it? Or somebody else and somebody else? Because now that we are aware of it, we will also be given opportunities to diffuse this situation, to diffuse this potential situation, diffuse this bomb, if you will. But if we don't, it'll continue to come back. It's the same thing as, as anger. If we don't work on our anger by practicing more patience, by not running away, a perfect example some of you ladies might have heard or might have used. I'm not judging because I myself have done that. And I myself had my partner do the same thing where it's like, if you're listening, James, sorry, but I'm not sorry. <laughs> Yana, I, I can't deal with the kids. I can't put them to bed. They make me angry and I can't deal. I, I can't. Now, me also remembering the conversations that we've had is that he wants to work on his anger, that he wants to practice patience. So what do you think my response was? <laughs> my response <laughs> was in, in, that, in that realm of a conversation where you did mention you wanted to work on your anger, but the only way to work on your anger is through acquiring more patience and by you avoiding the opportunities and the lessons, how are you supposed to practice and get better at it? And the same thing I tell him with the kids when, you know, trying to help the kids to speed up the process to clean or to do something, whatever it is that they're doing. Um, in a, you know, in a very fatherly, helpful way. Stop. Let them make the mistakes. Let them mess up. Let them clean up their mess. Let them stay there until they clean up. Yeah. You're practicing because there's some things that I know that you have that he also has when it comes to cleanliness and the mess <laughs> and leaving mess is not one of his favorite things and you know neither is mine I don't like mess nobody likes mess but sometimes we gotta leave it with the kids and that itself teaches us it doesn't teach us to like the mess it teaches us to tolerate it and to be okay with it and to be at peace with it because that is the goal of life here with everything. We just want to be at peace when it comes to everything. We just mm -hmm. want to be at peace. Yeah. Everything, no matter what happens, we just want peace. 
but unfortunately level two the anger is there now great thing is the next level is a level three and this is where we start to see the light at the end of the tunnel we can see the um what is it the silver lining because that's where level three is all about which is rationalizing which is being able to move past any judgment or negativity so that we can remain focused on making positive movement towards our desired goal or desired outcome or even a desire that we have right which is great but at the same time by moving past things we're not working through them we're not identifying them we're just moving past them um just imagine your best friend if you just passed your best friend and you never talked to your best friend yeah. right um but that's what level three is kind of like we move past the negativity which is great in the moment but it doesn't actually address the actual issue and the problem it doesn't address the level one or level two energy that is underneath that surface right which of course will result to you know tolerating things or even just settling for this is good enough yeah um when we're really just trying to instead of find the actual solutions instead of finding the actual issues that are causing us to be in level one and level two so it's like a yo-yo effect right we allow ourselves to stay in level one level two because we rationalize ourselves to stay there now the other side is also this is just for, towards ourselves but we can also rationalize that same thing for other people we can essentially allow people to get away with murder They've murdered a part of our soul and we allow them to not only murder a part of our soul, but to dance on its corpse. And that, you, know, you know who I'm talking about in your life. That there is that one person that you continued or continue to allow back into your life that are not adding any value that are really just hurting you and you are allowing them to do it because you're rationalizing their behavior and you're okaying it you have not set the boundary with yourself first you have to set that boundary with yourself first before you go to other people before you set a boundary with that person because once you set it with yourself and you say no other bitch is going to cross this line because this is it this line is uncrossable now that you might not even have to set the boundary because your energy itself would set the boundary. Mm -hmm. But when you do let that other person know that I ain't okay, that they will get it as well. And they might even vanish from your life, which will be a blessing in disguise. So that's where if you learn, this is not what you do at level three, of course, but it could be. Yeah. It's something that you do from level level four where you're caregiving to yourself. Um, but from level three, you're also at the same time able to because at the same time there there are many things in our lives that we gotta just kind of let go or move past. So this is 
where you can use that. And at the same time, people that are using that level in your life, they can also be, and you yourself can also be a really great manipulator because you can manipulate the situation to your advantage until you know, it works in the way that you want it to work. Um, so Bethany, how is level three doing in your life? level three um i i honestly don't find myself well well there's another experience okay so this one is going to honestly touch base on like all of the rest of the energy levels and i'll probably touch base on this experience when we go through the other ones um so the other night it was like 12 30 at night we had someone knock on our door um and it triggered me it startled me of course you know it was it was a wrong house you know and I felt like intuitively they were in the wrong place um but it brought me to go to the victim side of things it brought me to an old pattern you know the one the level one the level two the stuff that we, we were mentioning and um I just found myself not feeling safe. And it was like, um, at that point, I did find myself being like downstairs, not wanting to go to sleep, not sure if someone's still out there, like what's going on in this mindset. And then I used that level two. So I was at level one. I used that level two to be like, no, I don't want to play this cycle anymore. I don't want to play this story anymore. This is not, a, this is not how I wanted to go. And I decided to change and I rationalized like, okay, well, you know, they're not out there anymore. I don't see anyone. So I did go through a little rationalization, but what I did after that was I did self-love and self-care. I did breathing. I did my check-in. Okay. Well, what's going on? Well, what came to out of it, you know, um, I went into the opportunity of seeing where the lesson I could learn from it ultimately. Um, and then I moved up to creating my experience of peace and like, you know, visioning it and just being really grateful to be in the peace. But I did have a moment at level three where it was hard. It was hard to get past that hump. But the minute I went into taking care of myself, level four, um, I found a great peace. Now with the disadvantage of, you know, what I could have gone, I guess, like in the past, well, I would have stopped there and laid in bed all night, um, just staring at my ceiling and feeling uneasy, every sound, you know, looking for that sound to come in. And I found myself doing that for a moment, but it was like, no. And that's when, you know, I went into my breathing. I went into gratitude, like, well, I'm grateful we're safe. We are safe right now. We are safe. Nothing is happening. You know, I'm grateful for the peace, the quiet that's here right now. Like, this is so nice. Like, just, quiet. There's nothing going on. And going from that chaos mind to that quiet mind, it it was really powerful. But I used all the energy levels to get myself to that place because it was one of those things that was, it was an exam. It was a test to see where I came from. Because in the past that triggered, everyone's out to get me. Oh, they're gonna, I'm not safe anymore. Um, I need to move or, you know, like those, like, Oh my gosh, like I'm not going outside anymore. Like I need to be a hermit, but I didn't let myself stay there. And I used my level two to push through because in the past two, I would have got angry. Like, what is this person? And what it really came down to was I was assuming ill will of this person. They knocked on the door. We didn't open it because you could hear through the door. Um, and they asked for someone that doesn't live here. Okay, well, they have the wrong house. 
like let it go you know and I saw the opportunity to let it go and to learn from it and to see my growth through it to see the healing through it but in all those moments like I could have brought myself back to level one because sometimes when I'm in the higher levels it's really easy to put because you're not grounded into the present moment and so to remember like balance balance and that that's really what it came down to was peace you know and you talk, you mentioned peace a little bit earlier as well but that experience in the past would have gone a different way but i chose the choice i chose to to do a new option try a new opportunity you know to see to live that pattern that story that i say i am and that i want to be and to really be true to myself and to honor myself and follow my intuition. So my intuition and my heart song was being like, yeah, we're safe, but my inner critic and my ego was just like, oh, no, no, no. But you know, and that's the cool thing about having my check-in that I do, my AM and PM, like in tune minute, as I call it, is I really get down to the bottom of when something's arising. So then I don't carry it on into the next day. And sure, I'm not bad. Sometimes it does, but it's because I need to, there's something else to learn there. And that's what mm -hmm. it ultimately I come down to is gratitude. And what can I learn from this? Um, what is the reality of what's happening? Um, and how is this helping me? Because everything is helping you in a way. It's a blessing in disguise, even the hard stuff, even the disadvantaged stuff that you go through, because it's helping you go to where you're meant to be. And sometimes we got to go through the muck like a lotus flower to be able to be that beautiful unicorn that we are. Um, so yeah, that, that's all for now, but <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's a great example how working through anything that comes up, we go through the energy levels that there's no around it, that in order for us to come on the other side, like, because then what would have been the disadvantage of you not having worked through this, this experience? It would have just kept happening because I'm not learning my lesson. Like, How would you have slept? Like I would have gone into my old self of worrying about everyone, anxiety, anxiety, anxiety. The world is out to get me. There had been shame, guilt. Um, yeah, that had been angry mm. with myself. Um, there had been a lot of inner battle. And I was able okay. to. Now, yeah. question, because this is something that I know we had worked on and you had worked on yeah, yeah. and it came up for you, right? You're still like, things still arise, which yeah. means that our past experiences and past stories are always there with us. And what happens in the process is that the amount of time that it takes us to work through it is supposed to shrink so in terms of that that window from you going from panic to i'm a fucking goddess i got it all to how long is that period for you now in comparison to year two three okay years yeah well for for now so it happened at 12 30 in the morning um, I worked through it, you know, and then I worked through it more in the next day. And I want to say by the middle or by the end of yesterday, I felt like at peace with it. Because also what I did mention was 
is I went deeper and I'm like, okay, these moments keep coming up, like I said. So what's the root cause? Where is this coming from? When did these feelings start? Like ultimately, when did, so I went back and what came up for me was ultimately when I took this manager position at a corporate job I had, when I moved out of my parents' house, I got sick with migraines. So there was a lot of things going on at once. And of course, I, and you know, I was dealing with things I hadn't worked through that I've worked through now, you know, but I was this, this mess walking around. And at that time I didn't have a practice. So back then it would have took me, I don't even know how long, maybe weeks, maybe, maybe depending on the situation, a day or two, but I want to say like weeks it would have taken me, but now it's like a day, two days. And it also depends on what, when did I learn that lesson? Am I willing to go down deep and figure it out? Because in the past, I didn't, I had not done that. I've never mm-hmm. like with my anxiety. Well, when did this start? And I've thought I have, you know, but that's the cool thing about our personal growth and development. It's like a spiral and a whirlwind. It all comes back and you have a deeper understanding and then you go and you do something else and it brings you back to that one thing. They're like, Oh, I get it now. So it's like connecting those dots from, you know, a while ago and bringing them into the present um now I lost my train of thought kind of um where is it going with that oh okay so but yeah so it took me a lot less time ultimately out of it this time around um and then also oh this is what I was going I found myself finding love and being like you know I, something was wrong, something was wrong, you know, like maybe she was dealing with something that in that situation, when it was happening, I didn't go to, but actually having that the day after and being like, wow, you know, I want to send her love, you know, she's dealing with things, hurt people, hurt people ultimately, like, and that was new. That was a new thing for me, sending love to this person that startled me, that shook me up. But I was just like, I'm proud of me. Like, this is what I want. So, you know, I want to, if someone, you know, like I could tell, like I said, intuitively, I knew something was off. She was, I don't know what was going on. I didn't see the person my husband did. He went to the door, but you know, um, but you know, I was just sending that love to her and being like, you know, maybe she's just going through something and maybe coming to my house brought her healing energy. Cause I have a lot of healing energy in my house, on my land where I live that I'm renting Um, I keep this edit this a lot of people feel it and they tell me they get like you know like they feel more at peace and who knows maybe her walking through my yard helped her in the long run you know because we don't know and I found myself assuming ill will you know or not not necessarily ill will but like assuming the worst like oh well this person came out of my property now they want to steal from us they're out to get us you know but it's like no like ultimately like she had the, you know, the reality of the situation, she had the wrong house. And I don't want to assume anything after the fact. And that's also mm-hmm. a new thing that I, that's like, wow, okay. But it shows your healing and growth or it showed me healing and growth. In that yeah. Definitely. And the time frame, <laughs> definitely yeah. a huge, huge uh, thing, but also going to the root of it, taking that time to really find out. And, you know, you may find like, okay, this is the root of it. Like I was saying, um, and then you go back and you find a deeper root cause, but that's just, you have to like peel the layers and you got to go through everything slowly, gently, 
and kindness and like self-love and self-care and just really take care of yourself and be there for yourself like you're like your own best friend you're a cheerleader yeah. during these times yeah learn yeah. to shed a tear for yourself because you deserve yeah. them as you're peeling that onion that is making you cry that is that is you and you're starting to understand who you are for maybe for the first time ever mm-hmm. or maybe you're rediscovering who you are both right. are equally amazing and both are important because we are here for ourselves. We're here. we're living our own life. Nobody else can experience it. And we're here to live our life to the fullest and experience it. And if you have dead weight, it's only dragging you down. And when I say dead weight, I don't necessarily mean people in your life. I mean the baggage that you're carrying. Yeah your the traumas the experiences that you went through all that stuff that you're carrying it it's heavy to carry it and then on top of it let's talk about level four and level four you also say to other people without saying to other people give me your shit i can carry it for you i can do that for you yeah i can do that saying yes to everyone making sure everyone is happy not establishing healthy boundaries whatsoever. Everyone is happy but you because you have not established any healthy boundaries. And you put everybody else's needs ahead of your own. Or even worse, somehow you find yourself sucked into their drama, into other people's crap. And you think... I don't like how I'm not a part of any of this. How am I here? I happened mm-hmm. to me. I was in the middle of some girls' dramas, and I'm like, oh my god, how did I become the, the villain in this story when all of you guys are like at each other's throats? Yeah. And I'm the yeah. villain here when I no, mm-hmm. bye bye, <laughs> no thank you. Right, <laughs> should be on TV. Um, but yeah, they watch a lot of TV dramas like that, so it makes sense. <laughs> but pull the shoot um anyways but that was me putting other people's needs first and thinking you know rationalizing on their end as level three saying and you know they're okay they have good intent they're this they're that coming from level four people are great i will give my soul to everyone and in return they take my soul they stomp on it and i allow them to come back in until mm-hmm. no thank you no more i don't need that but a level before this is exactly what happens you end up getting pulled into other people's crap um and, and of course it will lead you into dropping depending which is your most resonating level level which means where you find yourself the most the most when yeah when you're going through a hard time uh but it will be either level one level two right it will be in level one or level two it will become either the victim and you can completely shut down um or you become the fighter and you need to prove yourself or i I mean at the same time you can also just be angry at other people or even yourself at yourself right 
Uh, but Bethany talked about level four and the way that she talked about level four is as an advantage, how she used level four. And that is going into her self-care and self-love practice. Because this is when we were talking about level four, we talked about it, uh, we talked about it in that episode. So highly recommend checking it out. But level four can be used in the way that you put yourself first as seeing it for what it is and that by you putting yourself first you're actually putting everybody else first because you when you put yourself first and you take care of yourself you're 100 available you're fully there and you're fully functioning and you can give more but by not giving to yourself and starving giving other people and giving from already perhaps an empty or drying wall that you will find yourself on level one, level two. And it becomes a cycle back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And you're spinning. For mm -hmm. me, that was my life for a really long time. Um, a lot of the level four conditioning and the cycle of level one or level two is often... Um, predetermined by our parents how they carry themselves whether they are outspoken about it or not uh, but notice how I said a lot not all of it the rest of it is you and your yeah. other influences in your life other people whether they're on the screen or not on the screen um, and then the way that you interpret and understand and rationalize the world for yourself um, so that's level four because ben Bethany already mentioned just going into the self-care and using that for yourself in a way of you know essentially giving it to other people as well and then uh, Bethany also you touched up on level five so that's why we'll go into level five and here um because like I said if you want to understand the levels um please watch all the other videos so you fully understand but we're going right into the disadvantages and of course, a little bit of advantages will come through as they always do. A little bit of sugar is important on all the lemons, <laughs> right? But at level five, because we see so many opportunities, we also might have a tendency to overthink and overanalyze things and in return, experience analysis by paralysis where we are just overthinking, overanalyzing, overthinking, overanalyzing, overthinking, overanalyzing before we decide if this is what we want to do or if this is it. Um, that is a disadvantage of level five because there's too many opportunities. It's like um, any of you have had, like think of in your life when you've had a lot of options. And you had to choose just one right now. And you had to, and and you felt frozen. It might have been, maybe you had too many job offerings. Uh, may, maybe you had too many partner offers. Maybe you had um, too many school offers. Um, maybe you were at an ice cream store and there was so much ice cream that you just could not settle on one. So you got all the ones that you wanted to try instead. Um, yeah. That kind of a scenario, right? <laughs> level level five, uh, disadvantage of it as well. 
and at the same time we we can feel yeah. disconnected or like not disconnected maybe uh, disengaged from from our emotions because we are focusing on the analyzing part of a situation yeah. analyzing and analyzing and uh, analyzing situations um and sometimes could be a little too optimistic too excited and take too, mm -hmm. too many risks right so that's the dark side of level five um anything comes up for you from the dark side of the level five Bethany? um well really like just like you're saying the the overthinking the overanalyzing because i found myself during that situation when that person knocked on my door like sitting paralyzed for a minute just like overthinking overthinking and then it just was got to the point where i got yeah, used level two again to push me up to like stop to like get me off the chair because i was just sitting there and my husband brian came downstairs and he's like come on let's just go to bed and i just was like uh you know i'm trying i'm trying right now and so then i did a little self check-in but yeah this is like the overthinking you know so many things like i could have done at that moment you know oh what am i gonna do um, and I'm going to take this opportunity to go into six and seven, cause I know we're coming up close on time. Mm -hmm. Um, so with six and seven, what I ultimately did with these energy levels was I created my experience. I had a vision. Okay. I want to be peace. I want to be at peace right now. I want to show love. So I created that experience for myself. I cultivated my reality. I said my, this is in my mind. I'm causing this. So I'm going to reframe and rewire and change it. And then I'm going to go along with my new pattern, my new story that I've been practicing and I've been learning and I've been calling in and, you know, reframing, rewiring my mind. But, you know, it was just really like going in and changing mm -hmm. the script and being and also reaffirming the script, you know, being like, okay, yeah, this is what we want. Here we are in this situation and we pass the test. We're proud of ourselves now we're still going on this route. We didn't fall back to where we not erase the progress. Cause I feel like even when you fall back, you still have progress because moving forward, you're going to learn more from it. But you know, I, I kept moving forward, I guess, in a sense on this situation and I moved forward with it all. Um, but ultimately I created my reality of how I wanted to see things. And I sent this person love and ultimately it brought peace to me by giving this love and by doing the things to get to the place. Um, but disadvantages with these, um, being too much in the mind and not grounding myself. And so I, I did grounding practices such as breathing um, mm -hmm. to really, and then also yesterday um, the snow started to melt. So there was some dirt and I put my hands in the dirt and I just was like, ah, you know, like, yeah. I uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You know, I did a grounding. Yeah. It's like my release grounding practice. Um, and I did that and it really just helped heal. But I decided to go a different route instead of playing that old story that like come up. It's like, hey, this is a safe round. <laughs> and ultimately, it's not. It may feel safe at the time, but push past that limit and you're going to find a new safe. Yeah. When you cultivate your reality and the experience you want. But remember, bring yourself back to your body don't be too much up in the clouds because that's when you that's for me personally is when the spiral happens so remember the balance the grounding but also to rise above and to create 
and live your life fully and how on your terms yeah so it's a great way to summarize level six and seven so we don't have to go too much into it the only thing i would mention is that um the disadvantage part which you know i personally don't see it as a disadvantage yeah um is that because a person at level six they are highly intuitive and they just know things without knowing how or why it's just it just is or it just makes sense or it's intuition right i don't know how i just know um a lot of people don't get it a lot of people that's how i put it like i can't find any other words to describe it but a lot of people just don't get it and they don't trust it because to them they're level five they're in a logic place they're trying to you know work through analyze it and you can't analyze intuition no it's just it exactly it just is like you guys can go ahead and you can uh, analyze over analyze farts because there is an explanation for it but for intuition there's not very much explanation it is one of the senses that we have all species have it it's knowing without knowing um and at the same time knowing of knowing and still being curious about it just because you know a cat was curious and they're reading you it still does not mean it's not gonna go explore um but that's the other side of level six, right? And at the same time, we can um, like see people, and that's like the intuition part, I guess, as well as like when we yeah. when we see people, most people they're like hating on this person for some reason, right? And this person is like, oh, why are you friends with that person? Why are you friends with that person? And you're friends with that person because you know that person. You know them for who they are because you are able to connect with them without judgment and chances are they might be the same way and they're able to connect with with you without judgment even though they might judge but the judgment does not stop them we all judge every human being judges period but there's a difference between allowing the judgment to take over and not or just allowing it to completely pass through, as in, it is what it is. The grass is green. It's green. We stopped asking when our parents told us, it just is. Don't right. ask. <laughs> right. That's not how my parents sound, of course, but that's how a child brain remembers it. Um, right. Yeah, definitely. Those stories and patterns and all that. Yeah. yeah. But other than that, we summarize the seven levels and how they could be screwing up your life. And at the same time, how they could be making your life magical. And yeah. hopefully you got to see, especially in level one and level two, how they can also be more of a choice because we choose to respond in a certain way just like as an example i gave with my husband he is more than capable of putting the kids to bed without being angry he proved it yesterday right just like he proved it many other nights it's just the mindset it's just the intention if you intend 
you can't have intention around kids. It's like they know what your intention is. I intend to stay peaceful and calm through the whole experience. And then it's not necessarily the kids, but it is the universe that's coming in and saying, okay, I'm going to help you with that. I'm going to make sure it's going to be a solid lesson that you're going to walk away remembering how peaceful and chill you were. Because <laughs> <laughs> right? you actually got to practice it. Yeah, that's like with my my situation that I was explaining with the lady knocking on my door. Like I at the end of it, I experienced this peace that was like, wow. But in the past, it wouldn't have gone that way. It would have been turmoil, overthinking. But it was just like, it just is. Like, I'm going to trust the process. Like I gave it to my, I surrendered it. I accepted the fact for what it is. And now I just got to let it go. <laughs> and I went to gratitude because that's the only thing, you know, what are you, what blessings are there right here, right now? And um, today is a moon. So I have a new moon blessing for us instead of a quote mm-hmm. that I wrote. Um, and then also, I just want to remind you to find your voice and unleash the unicorn and express yourself and embrace yourself and shine bright because there's only one you. And we want to see more of you because you deserve any matter. Um, So here is the blessing. May I plant seeds of intention and manifest all the blessings that are my birthright. I am open to receive with gratitude for all that is and all that will be. This new cycle brings exciting new opportunities and joy while cultivating my reality and living fully. I am ready for this new beginning as it is bringing me closer to my unique authentic self and allows the flow of blessings to rain down on me. And so it is. I like it. I feel like this would be a great moment to mention that we host Sacred Circles on Tuesday, um, 10 to 11 a.m. Eastern time. And this... The reason why we created the sacred circle is because we fe- we felt like there was a need for women, for moms, mompreneurs especially, um, or moms especially, or women especially, <laughs> everyone especially, who are on their journey to self-mastery and want or perhaps even need a safe space to heal through their growth and can clearly can tolerate some humor once in a while uh, and raise their consciousness at the same time. So that's why I feel like we have created the sacred circle for women to really just be, uh, to practice spirituality because as a mom, as a mompreneur, and even as a woman, sometimes we can't find time ourselves and it actually to be quite honest this came from a place of need for for me because I needed a a space where I could practice my spirituality with other people because I was missing that doing it by myself is is one thing but doing it with other people and sharing this space and sharing in the circle and the energy in the circle it's it's incredible it, it really is um and at the same time we get to enjoy a hot beverage we don't provide it you have to provide it for yourself <laughs> unfortunately it's not that kind of party maybe one day we'll have it in person and then we'll provide the beverage yes 
right? Now that it's been spoken, it might happen. Yeah. You never know. Yeah, you never know. At least we might have our own. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, that works too. Uh, but other than that, I feel like we are now round the circle and finished. Yeah. Um, real quick, remember to like and subscribe to us on YouTube. We got yeah. Anchor going. You know, you're here watching it in the group, but if you're not in the group, you know, let's let's get you into Empathy Unicorn Academy where we do, you know, this live and sometimes we have miss ups and we got to record it, but we still show up for you all and for ourselves. Um, what else, you know, share it with a friend if you, yeah. or anyone that you found, if you found this to be helpful, share it because a lot of times that means that someone else is going to find it. Um, not oftentimes, every time someone else is going to find it, yeah. um, be helpful. So share, like, and you know, what was your biggest takeaway? Put it down. Let us know. Exactly. See, like I said, my brain is like, okay, <laughs> I'm on a checkout. We're checking out. But the other thing that popped into my mind is this, is that if you do find this video helpful or any video, whether yeah. it's ours or somebody else's, what I love to do is I love to save it on the playlist so I can go back to it and listen to it. So if you take anything away from this video, if it's just this one tip, we'll be happy as well. So. <laughs> but do let us know what your biggest takeaway was even yeah. if it's just the ending but I'm sure there's more to it than that because we want it to be more personal than just that but yeah. other than that thank you thank you everybody for listening for watching um, continuously to us as we continuously show up for you guys and until next week at 1.30 live Eastern time in our Empathy Unicorn Academy Facebook group. Mm -hmm. Yes. Awesome. And this thank will be you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. We appreciate you. Thanks for being here. And I appreciate you, Yana, for being here. Amazing time. I love our weekly, our weekly little healing sessions. Yeah. Little um, masterminds lessons exactly. yeah other than that until next week bye everybody bye real quick okay you're always gonna say bye real quick but... bye. <laughs> bye until next week bye guys <laughs>